Hello and good day. This is the Bible Bard. Here's the place we're at today. When Jesus Christ speaks of peace, what does he mean? Let's perform an analysis of just two verses spoken by Jesus to see what he says about peace in John chapter 14, verses 24 and verses 25. Uh, quote, Jesus replied, If anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. My Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid." Unquote. There's a lot in these two verses. First, just to get it out of the way, notice the divine persons Jesus describes himself, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. These three divine persons are referenced in these two verses, and here again, for a moment, we glimpse a partial answer to the divine mystery. Unless ideology has blinded your mind, it is impossible to explain these three persons away. Not only are they all together for a moment in different roles within this text, but then Jesus refers to the Holy Spirit as a counselor. It's not a term we would use if speaking of a blind force or a simple power. Jesus' use of counselor includes the image of one person guiding another, questions and answers, the back and forth of a relationship where the wiser directs the understanding or actions of the younger. Such a revelation of divinity is wonderful. It can be accepted or rejected, but human reason cannot explain how this triune being exists, lives its life, and relates to its creation. What are the propositions, the statement of facts, Jesus provides in this text? Number one, Jesus explains how we are to express our love to him. He says, quote, if anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching, unquote. Then he states the reverse. He who does not love me will not obey my teaching. So we understand exactly what love is in terms of human uh, relation to Christ. Here's the way to measure your love for Christ, obedience or disobedience to his teaching. Answer the question, what does Jesus teach? Then live in accordance with those teachings. That is human love expressed to Jesus Christ. Number two, notice God's response if we obey his teaching. Jesus says, quote, we will come to him and make our home with him, unquote. This we in the context is Father God, Holy Spirit, and Jesus. If you believe in Jesus, but your ideology rejects this we, you should rethink your ideology. The NIV's use of the word home provides a feeling of warmth, intimacy, protection, and comfort that are associated with our best beliefs of what home should mean. Notice the hymn of the verse does not exclude females. In Jesus' century, hymn was an inclusive term for the male and female members of the society. The women in Jesus' audience knew it included them as equal members of humanity. 
And then number three, Jesus says that although he was physically going away, he was leaving his followers the gift of peace. The peace he was leaving is something different from the superficial peace found in human society, which is more like a temporary pause in aggressive actions that we only call peace. Instead, Jesus gives a calm in the center of our being, in the heart of a person that pushes out anxiety and fear. There's a difference here between being troubled and being afraid. Our anxiety about a situation can worsen into fear which is an escalation of emotion from an uncertainty to a certainty, from conceiving that something bad might happen to a certainty that something bad is or soon will happen. That's the source of fear. But the antidote to anxiety and even fear itself are the promises of Jesus that he promises the counselor will bring to your remembrance. Once again, if we search for the mechanics of how this comfort of peace works, Human reason cannot discover it. Nevertheless, this peace Jesus gives is a reality in the experience of those who follow him. The Bible has more to say about the peace God gives. Once God forgives and takes away our sin, we receive relief of conscience knowing that our offensive thoughts or acts are no longer held against us by God. See Hebrews chapter 9 verse 14. We can experience peace in our relationships with others as we forgive them of our trespasses against us. See Luke chapter 11, verse 4. And sometimes God can even bring social peace between ourselves and our neighbors, allowing us to dwell in harmony with others. See Proverbs 16, verse 7. Although this peace requires other human beings to cooperate with us, we know that like us, others are free to reject what God wants and go their own way, even to conflict that we do not want. Here is an impossible thought. At the end of the day, go to home from school or work, push the door open, and there in your house, this is a metaphor, find Jesus, the Father, and the Counselor greeting you, gathering with you to hear you tell about your day, to dine together in the warmth and comfort of this protective place your home. This is how the New Testament describes a personal relationship with God. It is beyond the national relationship to God that the Hebrews had, and it's beyond the social relationship of the Muslims. The New Testament offers a personal relationship to God that Jesus claims the Father wants with each member of the human race. This is the way the Bible Bard works. Brief recitations, closely focused, no distractions, no rabbit trails. Send the Bible Bard any questions or remarks you care to offer to BibleBardUS at gmail.com. Glad to hear from you. Thanks in advance for following and sharing content from the Bible Bard community. Thanks for listening. The Bible Bard does not get information about Jesus from religion or some theology people have developed in the past. The Bible itself in its plain literary expressions in its text is the source of all revealed knowledge about God. We're archeologists trying to get to that source. Once you know what the Bible says, because you have read it or heard its clear teaching for yourself, you are no longer dependent on religious ideology for your information. Get 
what the Bible says.